And welcome back, everybody, to the Know-It-All Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Jerry, the Fantasy Football Know-It-All. I can be found on Twitter at FFKnowItAll. Hope you all had an amazing weekend with your teams coming up victorious in Week 11. Hopefully, every, each and every one of you is primed and ready for that stretch run. We have two games remaining, everybody, just two, to get to those fantasy playoffs. If you're in one of those leagues where it goes until week 17, we will continue the podcast until that point. Um, I will let you know, obviously, what the offseason holds after that. Um, but we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. We have a lot to discuss today. There is some COVID-19 news. We have injuries that happened over the weekend, some studs and dud performances, and then we'll take a look at the waiver wire. It's a bit early, but it's never too early to at least assess what your needs are as far as who or what you should add for this stretch run. Before we start doing that, though, I want to tell you guys about Bove Design. If you have a business and you have a website set up or perhaps you don't even have one at all, then Bove Design can help you upgrade what you do have or set one up and build it from scratch to run your business. Let Rob and company look at your needs, assess what will work best for you, and give you a vast array of options to make your business run more efficient. From graphic design to simple logos to web design from the uh, from the ground up or just enhancing a website you already have developed. Bove Design has you covered on every single level. So make sure you follow Rob on Instagram at bove.design, that's B-O-V-E dot design, and you can check out all of their custom work for yourself. So remember, you're not in this alone. If you're starting a business, if you're new, um, he designed my logo for me as well. So when you do download and listen to the podcast, check it out. I have it in two different colors, uh, color schemes, of course. They are Steeler colors, as you probably know. If you know me and know that I'm a Steeler fan, there can be no other colors for my brand. But Bove Design is there for you. So make sure you check them out, Bove.Design on Instagram, and check out their custom work. All right, so it appears that Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins have tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. The Ravens on Monday briefly closed their facility until all the contact tracing had been done. Once that was done, they reopened it back up again. Of course, this put a little a cast a, a doubt, a cloud over the Thanksgiving Day game, but all indications are it will be played as scheduled for the third and, and the primetime edition of the uh, Thanksgiving Day game. Ingram and Dobbins, of course, will not be available for the contest. So that means really that uh, Gus Edwards, who we'll talk about a little bit later on in the show, could prove pivotal in this as he may be, him and Justice Hill might share touches, but I expect um, Gus Edwards to get the primary share of the touches from that backfield. Now let's take a look at the injuries. Joe Burrow lost for the season with a torn ACL, torn MCL, and they determined through x-rays that the damage was even worse than they originally thought. So he is gone for the season. Very sad as Burrow was really coming into his own. He was gelling with his talent around him. He was leading this team. He, he, he was having a pretty good rookie campaign. 
from all indications. He was fun to watch, had a great attitude, all of that. Lost for the season now. We will see what this means. It's kind of late in the season. We don't know how if he'll be ready for the start of next year either. Ryan Finley right now is the main guy here for Cincinnati, which means a massive downgrade for T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green, and even the running game here of Gio Bernard and maybe, maybe if he ever gets uh, back to full health, Joe Mixon. Juju Smith-Schuster suffered an ankle and toe injury in one of the strangest ways on Sunday, stepping on an official's flag. It was kind of an awkward step where um, he, he just injured himself there. It's it's a fluke thing, but you just can't make this stuff up, honestly. Um, it's not a serious injury, at least it's not thought to be. So with a short week ahead, though, it looks like it's something you're going to have to monitor because Smith-Schuster very well may miss this contest with only a, a couple of days to prepare. That will give a slight bump up to... Deontay Johnson, who already is the wide receiver one in that offense, and Claypool is a touchdown machine, so that only gives him a little bit more in this as well. Sure, they play the Ravens, who are tough against wide receivers, but both of them are a slight upgrade if Juju doesn't play. It appears as though Julio Jones has re-injured his hamstring in Sunday's loss to the Saints. There's no word yet on whether he'll miss any time. He looks to be a a game-time decision uh, from everything we hear coming out of Atlanta. If he does miss time, or even if he's limited in any way, Calvin Ridley would receive a definite bump in value. Russell Gage will most likely figure into the equation a little bit more, and maybe, just maybe, Hayden Hurst will deliver more than a goose egg like he just gave you this week. LaMichael Pirine for the Jets could also miss some time with an ankle injury. Frank Gore, of course, would benefit from his absence as they were splitting time in the backfield. Pirine should not be considered a starter anyway on um, a weekly level for your teams, even if healthy, because of the split with Gore and the Jets being so bad. However, in this this uh, trying time where you're trying to piece together wins and you need to, to do what you need to do, somebody like Pirine could figure in to your flex spot. Rex Burkhead suffered what looked like a serious injury getting carted off the field in the Patriots game against Houston. He is going to be evaluated this week. It does appear, as I mentioned, to be very serious. It could be season-ending for Rex. We'll have to keep our our eyes on that as he's part of that three-and-a-half, four-headed machine, whatever that mess is up in New England. Yeah, I wouldn't say target anybody up there other than Damian Harris, and even that is no thanks in my opinion. Philip Rivers briefly exited the Colts game with the Packers with what looked like a toe injury. Uh, He did come back, and he led the team to a come-from-behind victory against Green Bay, and it doesn't appear that Rivers is going to miss any time with the injury. He said himself that it might be sore, but he has every um, intention of playing in this week's matchup. The Colts are 7-3 and three and really gonna looking to make some noise in the AFC as the Titans have dropped a few games, and that, that's, a, that's a tightening race now in the AFC South. It'll be interesting to see how Rivers plays down the stretch. He looked pretty good in this one even after getting hurt.
Before we hop into studs and duds, I want to tell you guys about another podcast that I listen to on a regular basis. It's called the Morning Smoke CLT. Join my man G as he breaks down a vast array of topics that are not only near and dear to his own heart, but we all can relate to in one way or another. If you're like me and you enjoy hanging out outside this time of year, enjoying the fall weather, um, maybe with a fire pit going, perhaps smoking a pipe, a cigar, even a cigarette and having an adult beverage or a coffee, then the Morning Smoke CLT is the type of thing to help you relax and unwind with thought-provoking content. So make sure you check it out. Throw my man G a follow on Instagram as well at the Morning Smoke Charlotte and make sure you download it on every application you can whether it is Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play or Apple Podcasts, you name it. You will not be sorry that you did. Remember, that is the Morning Smoke Charlotte. Find it on all podcast applications. All right, so we're going to go ahead and talk about some studs and duds now and there's no better place to start than with Taysom Hill. Now, I'll be the first to admit I've been down on this guy since he came into the league as a backup quarterback. However, he came through for you in a big way this week. 18 of 23, 233 yards, and while he didn't throw any touchdowns, he did not have an interception, and he even ran in a couple of scores. If you were lucky enough to start him at tight end, then he also came through for you. He was the number two tight end this week overall to Travis Kelsey with 24.1 points. Even if he was your choice at quarterback, he still gave you top five numbers. It's going to be interesting to see if he can retain the dual eligibility in ESPN leagues moving forward. I'm hoping at least to get one more week out of him if that's the case. We're going to have to wait and see on that. Next is Deshaun Watson, 344 passing yards and two touchdowns. He also had 36 rushing yards and a score on the ground to add to that. It is very clear that they are relying on Watson to basically carry this team as their game plan has shifted with the loss of David Johnson moving to Duke Johnson. They're not running the ball. They are throwing the ball, and Deshaun Watson is really... He's going out there, and he is balling. So if you're lucky enough to have him on your team, you're going to start him moving forward as he's heating up in a big way, and you're going to start him with confidence moving forward and through the playoffs. Keenan Allen broke a franchise record for receptions in a game, oddly enough, even though he's a, he, he's a reception machine anyway. He caught 16 of 19 for 144 yards and a touchdown, Allen remains locked and loaded as a wide receiver one down the stretch with Justin Herbert uh, continuing to rack up passing yardage, slinging the ball all over the place on a weekly basis. You can definitely start Allen as a top five option at this point in most weeks. Adam Thielen for the Minnesota Vikings, eight, eight catches for 123 yards and two touchdowns. It marks the second game in a row that he has two scores, and Cousins is starting to throw the ball a little bit more now. Thielen remains a must-start as long as he's healthy, which we'll get to in a minute, and he does run the chance of busting every once in a while, but it's looking like Minnesota is finding a nice balance between the run and the pass, so he is definitely somebody that you want to start. You're not going to be sitting him. It is 
no, you need to note, or bears noting, that Adam Thielen has been placed on the COVID-19 reserve list due to exposure. We don't know what this means for the upcoming game against the Panthers. You're going to have to monitor that if you're the Thielen owner and have a backup plan in place should anything happen. On to the duds. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan struggled to complete only 50% of his passes for 232 yards, no touchdowns, and a pair of interceptions. That got you a net total of five fantasy points. Not a recipe for success if you're trying to make the playoffs or recipe for success if you want to go far in the playoffs. If you're starting him and he's your only option, it might be better to stream the position for the rest of the season as he's really too inconsistent to be counted on on a regular basis. There are guys out there like Jared Goff that you can stream that will be do better for you on a weekly basis. Taysom Hill might still be available on your waiver wire. Many people didn't pick him up as a quarterback, so... There are options there that will be better for you than Matt Ryan down the stretch. Make sure you make adjust your rosters accordingly. In Philadelphia, it looks like the Travis Fulgham experiment has come to a crashing halt. Fulgham, for most of the season, at least the middle of, of the, the bulk of the season here, was the main pass catcher for the Eagles, albeit he was the only guy really in town. Since Jalen Rager came back off of IR and Dallas Goddard has returned to a prominent role in this offense, Fulgham has caught a whopping two passes for 16 yards in two games. Like I said, it is clear that the experiment is over. They have moved on, the Eagles have, and they want to utilize their building blocks for the future. Travis Fulgham at this point is just about droppable. Uh, Todd Gurley. Another Falcon that makes the duds list here. I have to mention him. Eight rushing attempts, 26 yards. And he caught one pass for three yards. Big whoop. He. This is not the kind of production that's going to do you any favors in the playoffs. You're not going to bench him because he could... He does give you running back two value most of the time. And if you did draft him, chances are you don't have two or three running backs better than him that you could put in there. Maybe you picked up somebody like... Uh, Ahmed out of Miami who is giving you that kind of production week in and week out just as the only guy doing it but mm, chances are you need Gurley you're going to have to hope he does better than that but he's nothing more than a fringe flex play at this point well we're going to wrap things up here talking about some waiver wire targets and some of these it's not a real exciting week for the waiver wire, to be quite honest. A lot of these guys we've talked about in one way or another, and there were no major injuries in the way of running backs or top-flight wide receivers. Yes, Julio Jones, but we already know Calvin Ridley's going to step right in there, and Gage is a guy that we'll talk about in a minute. But overall, there isn't much excitement, although there are a lot of names. So we'll start with... Frank Gore. While he's not an exciting name by any stretch of the imagination, with LaMichael P. Ryan possibly missing time for the Jets, this gives Gore the opportunity to sneak in there and have some value for your fantasy team. If you need a running back, it's the stretch run here, folks. If you need somebody to at least get you 8 to 12 fantasy points, maybe a little bit more if he scores, then Frank Gore is your guy. 
It's not exciting by any stretch of the imagination, as I mentioned, but he's going to be the primary ball carrier for this team against Miami. He could very well have sneaky value for you. Another guy I want to mention is Gus Edwards. Edwards being the only running back left, really, in Baltimore that is going to get the football. Yeah, you could say maybe Justice Hill gets a little bit of play against the Steelers, but I'm not buying that really at all. I think it's going to be the Gus Edwards show, and he proved that even though the Steelers are a tough defense against the run, that it can happen. They He bludgeoned them last time, and I think the Ravens are going to come out with a a score to settle kind of attitude. They are the underdogs now against a team that is 10 and 0 in a rivalry game like that. This is rife with upset right here for the Baltimore Ravens, and I think that Gus Edwards is going to have a a huge say in how this turns out. Another guy that I want to mention here is he, and he is owned in 70% of leagues, but I have to throw his name out there. It is Dallas Goddard. Goddard is now Part of this uh, Eagle offense on a week-in and week-out basis. He is the primary uh, pass catcher here, even over Jalen Rager in this offense. So Dallas Goddard is somebody that you can definitely uh, pick up off of waiver wires if he's there, of course. And again, he's owned in 71% of leagues, so he may not be available. Another guy I want to mention is Russell Gage. With Julio Jones being hobbled or out, And of course, Calvin Ridley is there, and we know about him. But there is a more than significant chance here that Russell Gage will get a lot of work down the stretch. Atlanta figures to be trailing in most of these games. So even though uh, Matt Ryan looked horrible at getting the ball around yesterday or the other day, he's not going to look that way every single week. He can find the open receiver. Gage is somebody that you can put um, in the flex position if you need it, or he can be on your bench maybe, or just somebody to add depth to your team. Russell Gage had seven catches for 58 yards. He got you 12.8 fantasy points. He finds the end zone, and you have almost 19 fantasy points from a guy that was all but written off. Well, guys, that is going to do it for this week. I will apologize now for the technical difficulties. We had several of them in recording this episode. So hopefully when you listen to it, you this is the first you even noticed it. But if you did hear anything, bumps along the way, I am super apologetic. I will work on that so that it does not happen in the future. My sincerest apologies. As for... Uh, our sponsorship. As you well know, we are a proud member of the Skull King Podcast Network. Check out Skull King Sports, www.skullkingsports.com. You can look at all of the major sports, MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL. There is Major League Soccer. There is boxing, MMA fighting, All sorts of collegiate sports are on there. Golf and tennis are included as well. All sorts of fantasy sports and IndyCar, Formula One, and NASCAR. Everything you could think of is covered on Skull King Sports. As I mentioned, the fantasy, my rankings are there. There is another podcast that Ryan and the guys put out. And if you ever want to check out my coverage of the Pittsburgh Steelers, just go to www.skullkingsports.com Steelers, and you will see all of my articles there. I am releasing one hopefully tomorrow morning. 
and that will recap the game this week against the Jaguars. Thank you again for making this podcast grow in such a way. You guys are awesome. I appreciate each and every one of you taking the time to allow me to hopefully give you some entertainment and some advice that you can use in your your weekly fantasy. So all I ask is that you hit me up on Twitter with questions or feedback or send me an email, knowitallfantasyfootball at gmail.com. I want to know what I can do better, what I do that you enjoy, all of it. Feedback is what makes us grow. And once again, please, guys, do everything that you can possibly do to dominate your lives. Never look again today when your angel knew